Hey guys, welcome back to another Robert Channel podcast episode and YouTube episode. It's a channel that's only real with the wind background noise and other background noises. That's how you know it's the, the real deal that is recorded outside while traveling and not in a cozy studio. So you got to have that blowing mumble of the wind and maybe also some um, jackhammer in the background or some drone noise. I can see someone is flying his drone over there, which you might be able to hear as well. So I'm sitting on a volcano. Well, I'm sitting on the foot of a volcano, which uh, some of you might be able to see. The others just have to believe me. It's uh, quite beautiful, actually. It's this black, black, reddish rock, very coarse rock, very, very um, crumbly and sharp-edged. And I'm overlooking the town of Lajares and the, the valley where the town sits, somewhere still in Fuerteventura, somewhere between the, not capital, but the, I think the biggest city of Coralejo and the smaller city of El Cotillo at the north end and it's it's quite beautiful to just let my my eyes wander over this landscape it's very volcanic so there's lots of volcanic looking hills so volcanoes i mean it's cool to be in this area when i was a kid i was always fascinated by volcanoes just imagine the thing that there is a place where magma where molten earth molten planet pushes its way through from well not exactly from the core but from the i think outer mantle through the the, the surface through the crust to the surface and explodes outwards and it has been it's something that has been happening before life was on earth it has been happening while the dinosaurs were here and it's still happening now and i'm sitting in a landscape where i can see this exact thing and I'm sitting on a volcano right now on, on the foot of a volcano and that is just crazy to me that I'm now in such a landscape and so close and you all have heard the news in a few islands over a volcano is currently active and has been spewing magma for quite a while now for several weeks and it doesn't look like it's stopping so the whole thing is still very much volcanic activity still is very much a thing of the present it was in the past and in the ancient past and it still is in the present it's getting i'm getting used to it not not to the volcanic activity but to volcanoes or having old volcanoes around it the first volcano i walked up felt so exhilarating like wow i'm on a volcano and i'm just sitting here recording a podcast and a video and it's very comfortable it's very windy so Again, apologies for the wind nose. I hope, I hope you can manage, but uh, it's the, the mark of uh, genuineness. Yeah. So in this volcanic landscape in the town of Lajares, um, what are we doing here? Nothing. We're waiting. We're killing time. We're waiting for boats. So the um, plan is still to travel by by boat and longboard. The longboard part on these islands has been concluded. So we've done the skating across Lanzarote, I've done the skating across Fuerteventura and there might be some more skating to be done in Tenerife or La Palma, uh, Tenerife or Gran Canaria. Mm -hmm. 
but as far as I heard, they're more touristy, which means more cars, and they're also more mountainous, which means more walking upwards. And if you combine hills, mountains, and cars, it's not so fun longboarding, but we might have a check when we're there. But we also want to travel by boat, so by sailboats, which is why we're waiting currently. We're um, talking to, to different captains that have, might have crewing opportunities for us. So all of this is still not secret. I, I'm, of course, I'm, I'm talking to you guys about it, but nothing of this is, is yet set. So it's not clear whether or not we're going to do it. We're still waiting and we're negotiating. So one boat would be, um, potentially two boats, but one boat mainly would be going to Gambia, to Africa. So first to the Cabo Verde Islands and then down to the Gambia River and then into the Gambia River and up the Gambia River. So really into the African mainland and that would be really cool. But that boat isn't yet here. That boat is still in Portugal or crossing probably to the Canary Islands right now, which means we have to wait. We have to wait for the captain and the boat to be here before we can meet them and then sail with them, see if we get along and tell them if we want to join in that adventure which would be really cool. The other thing we're waiting on in case that doesn't go through is the ARC rally. So there is this Atlantic crossing rally that starts soon from uh, Gran Canaria, which many, many boats cross from the Canary Islands to uh, the Caribbean to, I think, St. Lucia starts end of November. And we're hoping that there also might be some crewing opportunities there which is why we'll, we're going to make our way to Gran Canaria very soon to be able to be there and to have a look around. So that's the other possibility that we're waiting for. And then there is a, a third possibility, which is still a bit of secret, which also means that we have to wait here on Fuerteventura for a couple of days more to um, see whether or not that possibility will, will work out. So it's all very exciting because there is lots of cool opportunities in the future. But it's also very boring because we're just waiting. And uh, to be honest, as nice as Fuerteventura is and as nice as the landscape is volcanic-wise, I just told you, it's also quite a boring island. It's somehow touristic, but it's more geared towards all-inclusive drinking tourists. So if, if you're into that, you're great there's lots of resorts where you can just hang out at the pool and at the beach and get wasted and that's all fine if that's your thing i mean for this it's perfect the weather is super nice it's very warm it's very sunny today's a bit overcast which is actually nice for a for a change but it's the the weather is really nice other than that Fuerteventura, of course is known for surfing windsurfing and uh, kite surfing and wave surfing as well wave riding and we've been trying to do a little bit of that as well. Kira has been picking up on it. And I've done so in the past in, in France a long, long, long while ago. So I need to learn it again as well. But we haven't been super lucky up to now. We've been trying to rent boards and, and go to spots, but we've always picked the wrong spots. They're either super difficult for the experts, which is, of course, our mistake. We should have done more research then other spots would be okay for beginners, just not in the conditions at the day when we were there, which is also our mistake. We should have done even more research. And then in other spots, just the weather didn't work out or some stuff didn't work out. Long story short, 
we haven't managed to go surfing, but we had a couple of very nice days at the beach. We tried some um, dry kiting probably, so just with the kite on the beach, with the training kite, to get into how do you move a kite for kite surfing. I had a little, a small go at that, a little short, that, uh, short go at that, that was really fun. And other than that, we've just been relaxing, recording podcasts, and in German you say, die Seele baumeln lassen, which I'm not sure how you translate in English, let, let your soul hang around. I'm sure there is a, a saying in English, I can't translate it, but we've just been letting time pass by, sitting around, enjoying each other's company, and eating very well. There's a couple of good restaurants here with local fare. So let's go into a little bit of a recap right here, just to set you guys straight that are interested in the sequential storyline of the whole of the whole journey. So this episode recaps about two weeks, I guess. I'm not sure if I'll if I'll publish it two weeks apart, but let's see. So Kira comes back to Fuerteventura. We'll hang out a few days in Puerto Rosario just to have some spend some time together and Kira also brought all these crazy camera gear because before we left we weren't sure if we would like to do the whole podcast YouTube thing but while traveling it more more got got hold of us and I thought yeah this is really cool I want to do it I want to do it so I ordered a camera back home and Kira had to carry it here which was really cool because she was there for for a while and could bring that stuff here which made it easier for me to uh, to get the stuff so right now i'm able to record in 4k i don't know 30 frames or so no clue but i'm able to record a, a video that is in decent quality have a look at you guys you can have a look at me actually not i at you and at the same time record a podcast which is really cool so we had a play with our new gear which is like it's like christmas we're going to be away on Christmas, so having an early Christmas, why not? It felt fun. And then we had a meeting, or we wanted to have a meeting with some other nomads, ocean nomads, uh, a network that we're part of, of people that uh, like to see, like to go sailing. And there was a meetup planned. A couple of, of those guys were making their way to the Canary Islands on a huge sailboat. I think it's 23 meters long of these proper pirate ships and um, there was a meetup planned between that boat and some other boats that were already in the area but that was planned a long time ago and in the end it just didn't pan out it didn't work out we were waiting for it to happen we made our way up to Coralejo and to Lobos Island for that but in the end the timings didn't work out so the pirate ship took longer so we already had to leave again before they arrived and all the other boats that initially was planned to kind of raft up together and have a nice meeting unfortunately couldn't make it so the whole meetup was in existence which is a bit sad but we're going to meet them again at another point it's okay so we waited for that then we changed to another village hung out there for a couple of days then we changed to another village Bajares we're now and hanging out here for a couple of days to wait for all these different opportunities that I've talked about before and um, it's a bit annoying 
because we thought there would be way more sailing opportunities in the Canary Islands. It's, I think, it should be a good season, but we're doing something wrong, I think. Either we're not, we're not active enough or we're not visible enough, or maybe we're just us a bit unlucky. But the sailing opportunities have been few and far between. I mean, I've done some, but uh, we would have imagined that it's easier to jump on different. <coughs> Apologies. Now you're all awake. Um, probably that went straight into the limiter. Never mind, you're awake. This is a, a live raw and unedited podcast where everything just happens and is in the audio and in the video. So you get to get to hear me sneeze as well. Why not? So yeah, I expected it to have a little bit more sailing opportunities. We didn't have it. Never mind. We're waiting on them. We're patient. We have time. So the sailing opportunities will arise when they will arise. And actually, it was quite nice here in this, in this um, little town. We have a tiny hut in a yoga retreat center. So we're not doing a yoga retreat, but the retreat center has a really nice garden, so a really peaceful atmosphere. Lots of green, lots of plants, which is really cool because the whole, the rest of the island is really barren. So seeing a couple of plants feels really nice. And they rent out this tiny hut and it's really tiny, tiny. It's like two by three meters, maybe not more with um, two bunk beds in it and a tiny kitchen. So we're renting that for a couple of days. And we got to join in a Wim Hof method lesson as well. So Wim Hof is this breathing technique that has been invented by this, uh, I think it's a Dutch guy. So this is all quite esoteric. Please don't cite me on this. I have no idea how it works and I'm not sure if there actually is a scientific basis to, his scientific basis to it. I actually doubt it. So... But it was fun to do. I was curious about this thing since a while because that guy claims that with the correct breathing technique you are then able to withstand cold for a very long time. So very cold environments for a very long time. And he does that by going into ice baths. And that's what we did as well. So we had this lesson where we would be breathing together. It's, it's a very uh, fast and deep breathing and then holding your breath and then fast and deep breathing and then holding your breath as well again coming from yoga they claim and super good for your body and all that jazz we did that and then they had this um, huge bucket um, let's say it's a like a whirlpool not a whirlpool but similar size to whirlpool so you can stand in it and the water reaches neck height it's maybe a meter meter across and they had filled it with water and lots and lots and lots of ice. So that was solid ice water. When we're getting in, the, there was still a like 20 centimeter thick ice layer, ice cube layer on top. So it was properly ice cold water. And after these 45 minutes of breathing, you just jumped in into the ice water and that was it. It was fucking cold. Ooh, bad word. Maybe we'll beep it out. It was terribly cold. freezing cold nearly impossible to breathe nearly impossible to talk but you were already in that mindset of okay this is now okay because i i've done this of method breathing so i'll be i'll be okay and we managed to stay in for a while i think um one and a half minutes in probably i don't know two three four degrees warm water 
So I'm quite happy with that. That is that is solid. And when we got out, my hands were really ice cold and not very dexterous anymore. So I was in there for long enough, I think. It was a cool experience to do. I'm not sure if I have felt all these health benefits of seeing better, hearing better and having a better immune system that they claim it does, which I'm, I haven't been convinced that there is a plausible hypothesis on how better breathing should actually make you see better. I think there is a lot of esoteric mumbo jumbo about it, but there is something to be said about uh, the placebo effect and especially about being in the right state of mind. So kind of a self-hypnosis or a self, yeah, maybe self-hypnosis or autogene training. So to bring yourself in the right state of mind is extremely powerful that I think I'm convinced of. So doing the breathing exercise, focusing, relaxing, then going to the ice bath, that might be what does the trick and not some magical reaction in your body. But maybe I'm doing them wrong. I haven't researched the whole thing at all. I'm just talking from the top of my head. It might be bullshit. It might not be. So huh. let's take it at that with a grain of salt. But we've done it. It was fun. We've been in the ice bath. It's been something to tell you guys. And I think then that means that I've been talking for quite some time. I've been talking long enough for that, that not so much has happened in the last two weeks. This is a nicely filled episode. It's been great catching up with you guys and be curious to what comes next. I think there's a couple of cool things that could be happening. I'm excited. Kira's excited too. And um, yeah, curious to what will happen. We'll see. I'll catch you guys later. Cheers. Rub out.